Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking, communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News chief political anchor Brett Baer. It's time now for our Common Ground segment. Joining us tonight, New York Republican Congresswoman Claudia Tenney and New Jersey Democratic Congressman Josh Gothheimer. Uh, thank you so much for being here, both of you. It's a busy day. Uh, and us. obviously everything that's happening on the ground in Israel is taking a lot of the news attention. Um, Congressman Gothheimer, let me talk with, about what you're working on in a bipartisan way and essentially to replenish Iron Dome specifically for Israel. We're working, uh, Claudia and I are working on multiple efforts together. The most recent one, 113 members of Congress joined with us to say that we need to continue to get Israel's back as a country, as we are right now, to make it clear until every hostage is freed and every terrorist is crushed and killed, that we need to continue to support Israel. We need to hold Iran accountable. We need to make sure we hold Qatar and Turkey accountable for any of their affiliation with Hamas. Uh, and so that's what we've stood by with our colleagues in a bipartisan way. So the specifics are a supplemental appropriations act, Operation Swords of Iron, two billion for Iron Dome defense system, counters short range rocket threats, new funding to run through 2025. I and mean, that's a broad view of it. Yeah, we uh, thank you to Josh, especially. Uh, we've, it's almost like our offices are together right now with all the work we're doing in this really important time and difficult time for people in, in Israel and, uh, and across the, the, that whole region. Uh, but right now what we're trying to do is support the Iron Dome. This is a defensive uh, system that has been phenomenal and saving lives, uh, and it's going to be re uh, running out, and we're trying to replenish that. Of course, it's going to take some time to, to get that uh, up and up and running obviously these things aren't created overnight and we want to get started on that because we know we are on a timeline and as things continue to progress and unfortunately a negative way uh, right now in Israel we want to make sure that we're working together and strengthening this in a very bipartisan measure and we as a country do a lot of trade with Israel mm -hmm. we don't talk about it a lot but there's a lot of business back and forth yeah I think a lot of people don't understand that Israel is ever since we signed a free trade agreement with the country of Israel uh, we have about 49 billion dollars a year in trade and 2,500 2,500 U.S. firms are active in Israel right now. They're leaders in technology. They're leaders in all kinds of uh, industries across the United States and Israel that are critical. And uh, this is a really important part of our relationship with Israel and why we need to maintain this strong relationship and defend this greatest democratic ally right. that we have in, in the Middle East. Exactly. I mean, the democracy in the region, the key historically has been in our partnership of fight against terror. I mean, Hamas, Hezbollah, Palestinian Jihad, you're now seeing, seeing what happened when they're rearing their ugly head. 
And uh, we need to make sure that we're with Israel, but the depth of the relationship on defense, on economic relationship, on health, uh, explains why it's our most critical ally in the region. Congressman, um, I had one of your colleagues on recently, Congressman Goldman, and uh, we were talking about the speaker's race. And obviously, you know, you're talking about an appropriations act that can't go forward unless Congress is going forward. Uh, here's Congressman Goldman. Congressman Goldman, if the Republicans can't get to that number, would some Democrats, do you think, possibly vote to just move on? Well, we would welcome bipartisan support uh, in in support of Hakeem Jeffries as the speaker. We sit here watching, uh, you know, watching chaos and dysfunction. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't exactly common ground on that. Uh, but <laughs> well, Claudia wants to support her fellow New Yorker, Hakeem yeah, Jeffries, yeah, yeah. so I got it. But Congressman Gothheimer, I mean, you're the part of and the leadership of the Problem Solvers Caucus, mm -hmm. the Democratic side of that. Mm -hmm. um, there's 64, you know, Democrats and Republicans. Uh, this is a problem. And you could solve it if you, it's not your job as a Democrat to support a Republican, but you could walk out of the chamber and not be present and suddenly they have a speaker and you could work on your bipartisan acts. Is that fair to say? We've been working for, just on this, for weeks of finding, com working on finding common ground together. And frankly, you know, I believe that if we did a little more bipartisanship and agreed to it, and some, some small changes that we can get more bipartisan legislation to the floor, I think you'd see actually a lot of support from both sides and helping them. Obviously, it's, it's, their, it's, it's their caucus. Obviously, they, got, they, they yeah, don't it's invite, a political they thing. Don't I get it. Yeah. But by the way, I think we could. And the other thing we've been working on, which I'm a big supporter of and you've, in a bipartisan way, is saying, listen, give, they need some more time to work things out, clearly. Give them some more time. But give uh, Patrick McHenry, who's the pro temp, more time to sit in the chair with expanded power to be able to address getting support for Israel, for Ukraine, for uh, American people and keeping the government up and running, which is most important to make life more affordable for folks at home. So I, I think there's deals to be had. We've been working a lot together, but there's great people like uh, Claudia Tenney who, who really are willing to sit at a table and work mm -hmm. these things out. And, and I think that's what we should be doing. We'll continue right after this. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. You understand what I'm saying about if somebody leaves Certainly. the room, the number goes from 217 to maybe 213 or fewer, and you maybe have a problem solved. Right now, it doesn't seem like it's getting solved. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and not, not coincidentally, but Josh and I came in together as freshmen and we signed a commitment to civility, by the way, in our freshman year. Josh is one of the signers of that to work together with Republicans and Democrats. We both do that. We do everything we can to be bipartisan, to put out bills that are that way. I'm also in a group called the Reagan O'Neill Club, where it's a group. It's it's an equal number of Republicans and Democrats, and it's purely social. And that's what we do together. But I think right now, I think there has to be a consensus on the, on the Republican side, uh, someone that uh, I think will be acceptable to all. And I think we're trying to get to that. It looks to me like Jim Jordan's not going to get across the finish line with some of the uh, more uh, blue state Republicans, including New York. Uh, I think he'd be a fine speaker. I think we also have to look at something else. We have a majority leader in Steve Scalise who is not going to be running for speaker again. I've heard reportedly Kevin McCarthy's not going to be running for speaker again. We have a speaker, which right now, uh, Josh makes an interesting suggestion, who is basically more of an administrative role. Patrick McHenry. Uh, pro tem, the speaker it, chair itself. Yeah. So 
we can focus on getting, you know, keeping the majority leader with our, our, our mission, our agenda, what we want, are trying to do as Republicans, and look to more of a uh, administrative task. And I, and I say to my colleagues who are, are voting against whoever we put up for speaker on the Republican side, this is probably only for a year. We go through elections and we decide who's going to be the speaker again. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to go through a motion to vacate the chair again. I think that we want, learned that that is not a good thing to do, especially while we have wars that we're fighting and uh, yeah. two front wars. Would that world. work on your side, do you think? To extend the pro, I think yeah. extending the pro temp with understanding what work we need to, and we would sit down, figure out here's the agenda that we have to do for the country. Well, what do you demand in order for that to happen? <laughs> I think for uh, for uh, pro extending the pro temp and and Patrick McHenry and making sure that he has the power he needs to be able to run the house properly. I think it's just getting the country back to work. That would be what I require to actually address. The, make sure there's not another shutdown because that's brutal the country, right? To make sure we get resources to Israel and Ukraine, right? To me, and make sure we deliver things for the country and for people here, right? That that is, you know, like that to me is my requirement as we get back to work. I mean, you have 32 Democrats in that problem solvers caucus. We, that's we a got big behind, swing. Well, that's we a big got, swing. We got behind this very idea last week. The problem, a bunch of us in the problem solvers, and said this is a good idea. We've been working in a bipartisan way on this idea, but listen. They, I, I get it. They, they've, it got, they've got to make a decision if, if you know how they feel about all these things, and I understand that's we're, we're just in some ways, uh, you know, over here on the side while they work out their business. But I know that's what the country wants. They want us to get back to work. Listen, look at what's going on right now in Israel. You realize like what the stakes are to fight terror, to destroy Hamas, right? We we have we have we have work to do. They just killed Americans and are holding Americans hostage. I met with families today. It is, and what they did to people, the unthinkable. Right. Yeah. Barbaric. And, and we, I've heard know. a lot of Republicans, Congresswoman, uh, praise the president, how he's saying things, what he's saying. Um, I think some have said they want more focus on Ron's role here. But mm -hmm. for the most part, the administration is hitting the marks. Is that I fair? I think the administration has started out very strong. I think that I'm very concerned about the rhetoric that I've heard about Iran and backing off on Iran. And I think we need to continue to put pressure on Iran. Uh, and Josh has been tremendous on that. Both we, Josh and I actually wrote a letter uh, to our colleagues in Europe about snapback sanctions that are in the UN that expired today. today. We could have had snapback sanctions had they been uh, more aggressive in pushing this through on Iran to continue that pressure that would have brought them back down in their ability uh, to enrich uranium down to levels uh, prior to the JCPOA. And yet, unfortunately, we tried. Uh, we've done a lot of those issues, but I, you know, we have to continue to stand up for Israel and, and cut through the clutter and the protests and a lot of these things. Uh, Americans need to understand how critically important that relationship is, uh, and it's a bipartisan relationship. But I think, Brett, the president, you know, and I, I would say, if you look, the president's been incredibly strong, the secretary of state's been incredibly strong, leaders of both parties have been incredibly strong, and this is the kind of thing we should be coming strong, strongly behind, our key ally, right? And, and that, that is, we should, as a country, be focused on how we stand together here. This is not a partisan thing, and I think we should all get behind our president as we make sure that Israel has what it needs to kill the terrorists. Well, listen, we're going to follow every step of it, and we appreciate you both coming here and talking to Thank us. Thank you so it. much. Thank you. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.